what's up, everybody? Welcome to We're Offended, You're Offended. I'm Kim. This is Tyler, and we have got a show for you today. It is Wednesday, you know, my favorite day. Bounce, chicka, wow, wow. All right, Tyler. So, what do we got for them today? So, I, uh, first off, I got banned on Facebook, shitty Facebook, um, because I was just reciting uh, Walmart's own teachings. Um, uh, so, we have a quick little. Quick little thing. So, from um, this is from Walmart itself. Um, you know, there's CRT training that. Uh, so this is just this is this isn't m- much of what we're going to get into. But okay, so we got uh, I got banned from Facebook, but I'm back, back like a bad fucking rash. Um, <laughs> and we're going to talk about you know our uh, the coward of the cottage a little bit. We're going to talk uh, obviously the the trucker protest. Like you you. You obviously you can't deny that it's happening and and everything. So we got uh, we're going to talk about that and also the um, the statues that have been desecrated. And we're going to be looking into the double standard that has been applied in this situation. Um, and I think uh, more or less where it came from and a lot of the the swastikas and, and debunking some of the some of the narrative a narrative that has been pushed pretty hard by. Uh, by the liberal party, by the conservative party, by, uh, you know, a lot of people that are, they choose not to do their own research. So they just, you know, the, yeah. So with that being said, before we get into it, um, oh yeah, you can always, we're, we're always on rumble or, or Spotify. If our videos are not up, uh, we always try to upload Monday, Wednesday, Friday, barring, um, internet go poo poo. Um, of course, on, on YouTube, hit the like button, hit subscribe, share it with your friends, rumble, smash that rumble button, and on Spotify, leave us a review. So, um, well, everything that we talk about, there's always links in the description. So, you know, if we don't talk about something, um, or if you think that I'm just making some shit up, I always bring receipts. So, with that, all right, let's get into, uh, let's get into a couple of our stories. So. The first one was that I believe the uh, College of Physicians in Ontario are inv- in investigating doctors that are, um, I guess, spreading misinformation, which has taken on a very uh, unusual meaning because apparently Joe Rogan spreads misinformation. Um, world-renowned doctors, doctors that have devoted their lives to vaccine research and vaccines in general are, are always being... Uh, being banned and so this is one thing that i have noticed kim they don't argue the point they don't argue and say hey no actually that's wrong or this is wrong and this is why this is wrong this is you know they just say they're saying something wrong get rid of them oh yeah they they don't yeah they're they're not following the science they're spreading misinformation it it really doesn't seem to matter what it is that they're saying and how scientifically proven it may be if it doesn't fit that narrative though they're not going to argue about it it's just like no you're bad you're out cancelled done yeah and so it's been uh, I don't, I'm not going to talk about it too much we have so much other shit that we got to get into but it's just interesting to see um, yeah don't just don't argue the points and you know uh, right, for some of you fucking dorks out there uh, from Game of Thrones Tyrion Lannister, the famous quote that everyone attributes to uh, the God King himself. Um, 
by cutting out a man's tongue, you do not uh, prove him wrong. You prove that you fear what he has to say. So. I like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, I got booted off a a retard book. Uh, What? Oh, the, the tens of thousands. No, I'm on the article we were literally just talking about. <laughs> oh, well, like I said, I didn't want to get into it too much. It's just interesting that there's that the College of Physi- Physicians in Ontario is is start, starting to do that. So like I said, it's just it's interesting that misinformation well what misinformation? Like it's unless you follow the orthodoxy. Like and even I I talked to my doctor today and I, I actually I brought up I showed him the the um, the the treatment regimen that uh, Doctor uh, Peter McCullough suggests if uh, people are having a reaction, and you know, he said, "Yeah, there's there's some things that actually we're using in the hospital right now, and there's some stuff uh, we haven't seen real any results on it." So, you know, like I talk to my, I ask him these questions. I don't just go, oh, "Okay, I'll I'll." I'll, I won't challenge it, but I'll say, well, this is the stuff that I, I've seen because I even said, like, I think we're all going to get it. You know, Dr. Zubin, uh, you know, Dr. You know, Peter McCullough, Dr. Uh, Robert Malone, a lot of these guys have been saying this type of stuff. And, you know, the 16,000 doctors that signed the Barrington Declaration have said the same, more or less the same thing that we can't end this. We're just going to have to live with it. And now politicians are finally coming out and saying, we're we're just gonna have to learn to live with this. So, you know, but I, I ask my doctors these questions. I always talk to them. I, I yeah, it's just kind of kind of crazy that uh, whatever the misinformation is. Like if they're saying, you know, take sh- silver iodine and shove it up your ass, and you're like, come on, eight years in medical school. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'll, I'll challenge a doctor, but anyways. Yeah. All right. What? What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? What? Go on to the next one? Oh. Okay. Um, really? What? I don't know. You're just looking at me like... Mm. So yeah, I got banned off Facebook because um, I just said that uh, that apparently white people are bad. So I, I got banned off Facebook, and I found that kind of funny because I was literally just showing, telling Walmart what they teach their own employees. So this is just a quick little article from uh, from Yahoo, um, and so it's just Walmart CRT training encourages employees to accept that white is not right. So Walmart has put more than a thousand employees through a critical race theory training that teaches that the u.s is a white supremacy system and that white trainees are guilty of white supremacy thinking and internalized racial superiority so i just responded to to walmart with what they teach their own employees and i got banned for it so i don't know if facebook hates walmart or likes walmart or or what i think I don't it's know. the white people i i think when you said um white people in one sentence together like the two words together I was probably just banned. Oh, should I said whites are bad? 
is that uh, is that ambiguous? No, but the thing is, they're that's literally what they what they're teaching their employees. What they're saying: you need to follow this ideology. It's it's. Oh man! Oh, no, I know. But my point is because white people are the bad ones. You say white people, that's going to get flagged. It's just like if you were to say, I don't know, something else that they consider inappropriate because white people are the bad ones. So. Well, but but what I don't understand is I'm I'm just saying what you're teaching. So you're saying that white people are bad. So I'm just saying, hey, white people are bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just. All right. So, yeah, that was just a nice little uh, little aside. All right. What's uh, what's this next one that you have? Uh, I was oh, just talking about how um, it was another article that I had found from Seavine, uh, how they're talking about tens of thousands of U.S. truckers are joining the Canadian counterparts in support with the Freedom Convoy and making its way up to Ottawa to protest the borders. So they had said that there is 420 trucks that were coming from Colorado, 675 coming from Georgia, 650 coming from South Carolina and 19,000 trucks coming from um, California. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool that all these trucks are coming up to not only support Canadians, but also I had heard to go to DC themselves and go protest there. And they also had ones that stopped off at the border and they blocked a lot of the borders. Boy, did they ever. So, (laughs) Emerson, Emerson Pembina crossing uh, was severely delayed. Um, apparently, there is some tomfoolery going on at Coots and Sweetgrass border crossing. That's Alberta into Montana. The only one that didn't have an issue was Saskatchewan to North Dakota portal because <laughs> nobody goes there. If you want to cross the border, you go to that. No, you know what? Don't go to that one. Go to all the other ones. That one's mine. That's my border crossing. Fuck off. Go away from there. Leave it alone. That's mine. But um, yeah, they've been blocking the borders um, kind of in solidarity. And it's, it's amazing to see the spin that has been done. You know, hearing some comments about people saying like, you know, oh, the real truckers, the real truckers are the one that just shut up and do their job. You know, just that's basically what they're saying. The real truckers are the people that are out doing, out getting the job done. They're not sitting in a city and protesting because they're big whiny babies. No. In fact, I sent a, a I said to Trudeau after his uh, his little speech about, um, um, you know, ninety percent of truckers are vaccinated, and uh, you know they're they're putting in the work, and and these this fringe group, and you know. All this type of crap I ended up saying to or tweeted at him was I am one of the 90% that got the flu shot and I 100 disagree with your messaging because it's been very divisive. Speaking of, has anybody else out there heard um, SS Justin Castro's speech that he posted, which was in response to the convoy going on? Yeah, that was super cool. It actually, I ended up getting so angry. I had to turn it off. Like I couldn't even listen to him anymore. Like he's literally making comments like, oh, to the 90% that have been vaccinated and continue to do their jobs and bring us food. Thank you. 
like and, and talking about the you know disgrace on the the Terry Fox thing which we'll get into after and about the war but, memorial which again we'll get into after oh and the flags uh you mean the gay flag right no you mean the the bunch of the the homo the homo the homosexuals putting their flags on Terry Fox they bunch of figs <laughs> I, I can't say the other word because I will get figs? banned. Figs, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Damn figs. I'm saying figs, YouTube. Okay. Actually, you know what? I don't care if I get banned. Yeah, fuck you. But <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to actively, like, I'll poke the bear, but I'm not actively trying to get banned. It's just whatever. So. Yeah. So there's there's been lots of super fun things that have been coming out. And it's just... Honestly, it is so infuriating, like listening to him yesterday with his speech. Oh my God, I was getting so angry and I don't, I'm not generally a hateful person. I dislike people. Oh man, do I hate him? Oh, he is just a little freaking weasel. I just, I mean, tell me how you real feel, Kim. Okay, I will. I'm pretty sure with the whole SS Justin Castro, that just told you how I feel about him. But he he continues to, even though this movement has been unifying and empowering and giving some inspiration, not only to other Canadians to make them feel proud to be Canadian again, but also to other parts of the world. You have seen videos from, oh my God, from Italy, from Germany, from in uh, Australia, Austria. United States, so many, United Kingdom. Like, I, I could keep going. It is a beautiful, beautiful sight to see. And and to be fair, Germany kind of perfected this whole system. So it's kind of crazy to see the Germans saying, all right, we kind of, we kind of did this once before, twice. Okay, we did this twice. Last time. The last two times that we were trying to become a global superpower. Those were the last two times. We we kinda we kinda fucked. We kinda screwed it up. So um at least we got a lot of training in it. But what's what's amazing to see is it's people of all creed, all nationality. It's amazing to see how the, the hyper focus on the on the swastika. And I I've said this to you before. I have a theory with this swastika thing because it ended up getting hung in the parliament building or on the parliament building. And my feeling was when I seen that is someone trying to show that this government is becoming a Nazi regime. hundred percent in no way, shape or form when, okay, if I were just to see someone flying the flag or like a, the swastika flag or something like that in the group of people, then I'd be going, yeah, not cool, dude. But you know what? Hey, guess what, guys? It, as much as I talk about it, it was one, one flag. This wasn't a whole plethora or, you know, like a big group. It was one dude, one flag. Okay. So, but then when he ended up putting it onto the parliament building, what the hell do you think they're saying? They're not sitting there going, yeah, white power. Fuck that. No, they're sitting there telling the government, you're acting like a bunch of Nazis. You're turning our country into the next fucking Holocaust or whatever. Like it had nothing to do with white power or whatever the fuck it is that they're trying to spin. Oh, 
sorry, you're seeing you're seeing freaking feisty Kim today. Just the <laughs> talking about this guy, he makes me so angry. I can't even control the swearing in me. So sorry, I'm gonna drop a lot of f bombs today. But, 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 I just I, hope that people continue to ignore him and stand strong. I really do. Um, unlike. This one guy here uh, that they had an article for on uh, CTV News, he just uh, went on in this big long thing about talking about how this so-called freedom convoy. See, oh God, every time I say that, I think of Trump in his voice. The so-called freedom convoy, frankly, <laughs> I just can't even, but... You know, how he's like, we're an industry that struggles on how we're represented in the media and the perception of truck drivers to begin with. Mute me. I can hear myself coming through you. Or mute yourself, I mean. (laughs) Uh, I think something like this just reinforces the stereotype that exists for truckers, which I'm not really sure what stereotype it is that he is trying to uh, imply to begin with. But he's, oh, this is an embarrassment to the industry and a tiny, tiny portion of drivers, a tiny, tiny portion of drivers, please tell me that everybody listening to this aren't the people who are, you know, following your mainstream media, because I'm pretty sure you're not. You're looking in other areas. You're actually, you know, trying to find this information instead of just, you know, believing what it is you see on your freaking television. But you can see this is not a tiny, tiny portion of drivers, nor is it a small fringe like dude it is literally people from all over the world and the amount of trucks and people that ended up on that parliament hill and have continued to be there is in a tiny portion (sighs) yeah well and it's um and that's the hard thing because they focus so hard so with the with the confederate flag thing um it was so there have been reports coming out that the photographer that was following the Confederate flag bearer around works for Justin Trudeau. So it casts a lot of doubt into the authenticity. And it's interesting. No one talks about that. The people that were swearing those flags were kicked out. They said, you are not welcome. Mm hmm. Well, and that's fun. A Confederate flag. We're not American. Okay. Like, why would we be carrying around a Confederate flag? Or And again, it was two people. One guy, one dildo had the Confederate flag. Flag? <laughs> flag. A, Freudian slip. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a Joe Biden right there. <laughs> Bring me a child to sniff. Anyway. <laughs> but... Um, And then the other guy had a swastika flag, which I can, again, understand why it is he brought that now knowing where it ended up makes perfect sense to me. But I I mean, just their, their, their spin on things I've heard. Oh, well, well, the truckers are are stealing food from the homeless shelters, right? Okay. They, They literally have people bringing them food and water and they have their own food and water to begin with. Okay, they don't need to be taking stuff from homeless people. This is not the truckers. The truckers do not support this. Also, along with the whole people were parked on that war memorial thing. Yeah. Okay, if you look at those photos, 
For one, are there any semis parked there? Nay, nay. It are it is other cars. Don't know from where. Don't know from who. But it was not semis parked there. But they're going to spin it on. Oh well, it's the convoy and da 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 da. And it's the the trucker's problem. It wasn't the trucker's problem. It was somebody else parked there. And in re- in respect with that, when they had found out about that, what did the truckers do, Tyler? Well, so they ended up, uh, well, in regards to that, well, okay, so with the, the unknown soldier, they ended up getting a buck ton of flowers donated to it, and they ended up cleaning it, and actually holding, like, a small vigil for it. Yes, those horrible people. Like, you're going to put these spins on the, the, the convoy and the people who put on the convoy. They're trying to paint it like they are bad people, but they are not. There is always going to be some bad seeds in a giant crowd. There just always is because there's going to be people coming with ulterior motives that are going to end up doing something else that has absolutely nothing to do with the task at hand or the reason why people are even there to begin with. But that does not mean that it should put a sour look on the entire movement. Well, and this is why... So, like, you're seeing, you're seeing Muslims. You're seeing them, they're talking. They're, you know, you're seeing Aboriginal communities. You're seeing black, white, brown. You know, you're seeing all stripes. This has nothing to do with race. This has nothing to do, like, that's what I find crazy. And and so, here, I'll I'll say this. Even if it was a neo-Nazi group, but if they're championing for hey, let's have some, like, let's get back to normal. These mandates need to stop and whatever else. Okay, you know what? At this time, we have a common goal. Because, yeah, I want freedom too. And I'm not saying that the organizers are, are neo-Nazis. I don't, you're, you're, you hear reports about it, but you know what? It's, to me, it's, okay, I don't agree with that ideology, but... You know, we can work on one thing and then you know, let's progress. Let's try and, and try and come to a common understanding. Which reminds so. me of the guy, like, for, forgive me, I suck with names. But there was that one um, black guy who actually befriended a guy from the Ku, Ku Klux Klan. And they clearly have separate ideologies. But hey. 200. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of them. But oh God, the no, thing I'm... is, and he's actually gotten some of them out of the Ku Klux Klan or, you know, at least they've had that kind of common ground where they're like, hey, you know what? Not all black people are bad. And in retrospect with him too, not all white supremacists are bad, you know? Yeah, they had so, a yeah. common goal. They had commonality between them. Well, it was it was, it was Daryl Davis, I wanted to say in David Dorn, but Thank sorry, God. that's yeah. So Daryl Davis, no, he he de-radicalized over two hundred, not a, and this was a year-long process. Like, you know, he he would tell guys like, "Hey, you like cars?" He's like, "Hey, I know the, you know, it's like I know the 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 people that have the Smokey and the Bandit car. Like, I can hook you up." Or he would play music, and he's like, "Hey, I can introduce you to like these famous musicians." Yeah, they'd have coffee together, lunch together. I don't know if in public, but... He would babysit. That's right. I remember reading that too, yeah. So these are just some of the things. So, 
and it took years. It's not like he, they just went out for coffee. Well, this was a year-long process, a, a, an amazing way of bridging a gap of when you no longer talk to people, you know, it, it, I'm sure anyone has had this. If you've had like a fight with someone and it, oh, this is the way that they think. And I know that they're, they're going to do this. And you already start having the fight in your mind. And then it festers and it becomes more and more and more overwhelming to the point where you go, those people are unreachable, 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 not unreachable, unreachable, unreachable. So, no, when we talk, we find out we have a lot more in common than I think. Like, most of us can't stand Justin Trudeau. So, Mm-mm. 33% of uh, Canada actually voted for him. 33%. If, I rem- if my numbers serve correct. But, alright, so we, yeah, because we have this tweet for him. So, this was from oh, the, the 29th. So this this is a bit of a, a collaboration of a bunch of things that have happened over the past couple of days. So hold on, let, before we, I I need to explain this tweet. Okay, so on the day that the convoy was taking place, like I've been following this ever since I, I had found out about it, and they were leaving BC and all that stuff. But anyway, so on the 29th, when I knew that they were arriving and starting their protest at Parliament Hill, I was following. Monsieur Justin Castro on Twitter because I was curious, like if he'd have anything to say, what he would say, you know, hoping, (laughs) crossing fingers that maybe he wouldn't be a douche, but silly me. Anyway, so the only tweets you've seen from him on that day were stuff about soccer, I think in Ontario or Alberta, some shit. I don't even freaking remember, but some sort of soccer game. Woo! And then there was this, you know, today marks the first nation day of remembrance of the Quebec City mosque attack and action against Islamophobia. Five years after this terrorist attack, our thoughts continue to be with those who were injured and with the loved ones of the six people whose lives were taken. Now, do I think that was a a tragedy? hundred percent. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yes, it was a tragedy. However, it seems mighty convenient for them to all of a sudden, the day that they knew truckers were going to be showing up at Parliament Hill, all of a sudden they have this day that's for something else. And this is what he's talking about. He continued to talk about this through the entire time. And, you know, and then other people were complaining that, oh, well, on this day, because it's supposed to be for this, the truckers show up, da 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 da. Like, come on. Anyway, but he had nothing to say. So, I, of course, was a little feisty that day, and I was a little pissed off. So my comment to him was, it's cute how you pretend to care about your citizens, but in reality, you just pick and choose who fits your agenda at the time. You have no respect for your citizens, and you do not act like a leader. Your citizens come right to you in the form of a convoy, and all you do is run away. Yeah, so it's, um, well, and... This is the, the, the issue with, um, I believe it was in London, Ontario, where that, that guy ran over and, and killed that, that family. And there was a massive vigil for it while everyone else was told, you can only have 10 people. But because it was politically convenient. And that's, that hurts more when you are used as a pawn, as a political pawn. That is so disingenuous. Mm-hmm. And it was cheered on people were arrested 
or going to funerals because there were too many people. People were kicked out of funerals because of stuff like this. But oh, because your skin color is brown. Oh, by all means. This is when 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 we had the, when I did that little expose, so to speak, on on our anti hate, anti racism stuff. It's active discrimination. So you want to talk about systemic racism? That is systemic. But well, and it's funny because yeah, like what you're talking about, people can't go to funerals. People couldn't go visit their loved ones who are in the hospital, sick and dying. They weren't allowed to do that, but yet they were allowed to peacefully protest for Black Lives Matter or whatever else they decided to protest for during this time. That was okay. That was okay. You know what? Justin even took a knee because you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go support them. Where the hell are you supporting these other people? The only thing you're doing is sitting there hiding out at your cabin allegedly with COVID, allegedly. I'm going to say, because you, you seem to run away rather quick when the big bad truckers were coming and they're not even big and bad. You know, they're coming to peacefully protest. Now, out of all the protests that have happened in these past couple of years, this one is legit a peaceful protest. Not like well, all the other ones. Well, and you're seeing, you know, Pierre Polyev was down there. He was saying it's been nothing but respect. People are are happy. They're They're cheerful. They're you know, it's weird. You see Pierre Polyev down there. You, Viva Fry was down there. And, you know, these are people that I've, I've come to, you know, I respect, I respect them. Respect, not respect. I'm not French. I re- respect them. <laughs> so, well, and, and this is one thing that uh, I ended up uh, commenting was, when BLM and Antifa were all rioting, the defund the police and tearing down statues, and oh boy, do we have them, uh, you know, the terrible things that the truckers did to Harry Fox. What an absolute abomination. We'll show you, we'll show you what happened. Yeah. But at the height of it, what did he do? He went there and he kneeled. He submitted to a fringe ideology. Because trust me, not everyone is is down to see their little boy or girls suddenly be put on hormone blockers. That's a radical idea. But it just is. But so, um, all right. So this quick little thing from Jordan Peterson. So um, that uh, out of what is it, Nova Scotia, we're blocking people from trying to uh, um, show support on the side of the highways. Oh, they so, were nasty. They were legit putting nails in the freaking highway. Yeah. What? Yeah, I, there there are videos of uh, people that had to go and clear off the highway, pick nails up off the ground. So you know, again, and this is one thing Canada I have noticed is very, very. Uh, they have a superiority complex. A lot of Canadians do. When this first, all this you know, COVID stuff first happened, and. There were quote unquote Americans coming up to Canada. If they see vehicles that had license plates from the states, they would puncture tires. They oh, would yeah. they would key their car. They would vandalize them. Nasty. So they couldn't approach the person and say something. They had to do it in the cover of darkness, like a fucking snake. Big and you know, true nor strong and free. But I'm also <laughs> gonna key your car because I'm a little bitch. And I'm going to run away because 
I'm a coward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, got- not sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So this was an interesting little picture from uh, <laughs> the big bad convoy, and then Justin Trudeau hiding in his. Uh, uh, <laughs> peeking from behind the blind. So for anybody, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that one. Oh my god, I laughed so hard at that picture. But to anybody who's listening, where you can't see the video of this uh, tweet from Jordan Peterson, which uh, Tyler just did, or talked about here. So the tweet was said to the provincial government announced the directive on Friday afternoon, claiming that though that allowing people to gather in those areas would put themselves and others at risk. Although called the highway blockade ban on the government's press release, it is normally directed towards prohibiting protesters from blocking Highway 104 near the Nova Scotia-New Brunswick border. The ban also covers supporters of the trucking convoy. So Jordan Peterson had responded. He had retweeted this and responded with, staggering what's happening to my country. Nova Scotia bans gatherings along the highway in support of the truckers. Then he says, freedom convoy. Okay. And then this picture that Tyler was just talking about, I literally look at this. This is like a scene out of Mad Max. (laughs) They got like the, I know they got like the big Canada flag behind them. and They're all coming for justice. And there he is peeking behind them. It's like a little bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing says a great leader, like uh, going and hiding. But so, (laughs) no. Okay. Right. So like I was originally saying, so remember, with Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all that stuff, he went and kneeled with them. He kneeled with them. With, with this movement, or this, this protest, he ran from it. So that shows what he thinks of which group. Of course, he's, he's a, he is a leftist. He is the, you know, that type of ideology, but um, yeah. Uh, this is all right. So one thing, I guess, from uh, well, I don't know. I guess we don't really need to talk about the. It's just kind of funny to see that. Uh, well, I guess the the Brett Weinstein, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> Brett Weinstein. Sorry. Yeah, I could literally just leave this picture here the entire show. This Mad Max one, I fucking love it. Yeah. Okay. So let's do this one from uh, from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So you know the big anti-vaxer himself, even though he's never said that, but I don't know. So he says, go truckers, the 11,000 truck, 93 mile convoy is traveling from British Columbia to Ottawa, where they'll be holding a demonstration tomorrow. Obviously, this was from the 28th. The truckers said they would not leave until the mandates are lifted. It's not, they're not saying for them. They're saying for everyone. Yes. Everyone. So, all right, we got, all right, then um, let's move on to, uh, we'll get into this Terry Fox one. So this has made the rounds. Everyone is focusing on it. People are saying, oh, they desecrated the statue of Terry Fox. There are people that are saying, well, if he, if he was around, he would have gotten the vaccine. And man, you should get a shitty show on like Fox or something. Because apparently you can talk for the dead. Right? Like, <laughs> 100% dead talkers. <laughs> yeah. So this was from the, from the Toronto Star. So it says, Terry Fox statue was used in stunt in Ottawa, sparking condemnation. So a, folk, uh, a photo circulated online of the same statue with a sign saying mandate freedom stuck to it and holding an upside down Canadian flag. Okay. Another Canadian flag was tied, tied around the statue's neck. Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson, aka Jack Murphy's cuck boy, 
tweeted Saturday afternoon that he had asked staff to remove the sign and flag. Fox, long considered one of Canada's most and heroic figures, died of cancer, blah, blah, blah. Terry Fox died of cancer that he, that he exacerbated on his marathon of hope running across Canada trying to raise money to fight a deadly disease. Quite the opposite of what's happening here, tweeted former Conservative Canadian Heritage Minister James Moore. Having a protest, do your thing. Don't respect this monument of a Canadian hero. Disrespect. So, what did I say? Respect. Well, don't respect it. Yeah, well, whatever. Same difference. So if you scroll down a little bit, oh, um, oh, you mean the, the Liberal Party that put flowers and a gay pride flag on, on Terry Fox? Oh, snap. You, I didn't, you mean, what, you're saying Terry Fox was gay? Are you speaking again for somebody, assuming somebody? The Liberal Party. But the, the Liberal Party put up a, a flag. So did they desecrate? Like, that's what they're talking about, right? I, I mean, I'm, I guess so, but when it's to their agenda, that's okay. They're allowed to. Oh, oh right. Pandering. Yeah. Pandering. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Scroll down a little bit, if you could, please. Oh, that one. Oh, that's, that's so disgraceful. Oh, mandate Damn. freedom. I couldn't see Terry Fox giving a shit about freedom. Like, but it, it's, but what I just what I find crazy is, but the Liberal Party, but you, hello, you, hi. I mean, uh, unless Terry Fox loves sucking dick, like, did he? Did, was he? Was he? Uh, you know, was he? You know, goblin, the goblin. You know what's funny? Because they're like, oh, well, Terry Fox would have, if he was still here, he would have gotten the vaccine. How do you know if Terry Fox were here that he would, you know, be holding a rainbow flag? How do you know he would even support that? You don't the know. 80s. That was at the height of the AIDS pandemic. He probably would have said, get those fucking gay guys away from me. I no more, no more, no, no more Anthony Fauci, you know, gay bathhouses, no more Catholics. Did you know the largest gay bathhouse in the world? Is in Vatican City, or not? I shouldn't say in Vatican City. It's where the Cardinals live. No, I don't know. Hold on, I sounded surprised, but really, I'm not really that surprised. The furthest, the last thing they like is women. Their first thing, <laughs> little boys. Everyone knows. I think. I think that's part of actually, like, in the Eminem contract. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like it. I, maybe that's why Joe Biden said that he was Catholic. Because he's like, oh. yo, I, come on, I sniff kids all the time. Before. I'm, just, I'm just looking for my spot, baby. Come on, guy. Just, just give me a little kid oh. to sniff. Come on. Come on. But you know what? They got it wrong here. They're giving me little girls. I don't want little girls. They're little boys. <laughs> but so, yeah, it was um, kind of interesting to see. So uh, officials condemn the desecration of the monument. So this was from the Globe and Mail. Oh, you can look at from Global News, moving and removing statues. Oh, you mean you mean the you mean desecrating statues, right? Oh, Indigenous advocates wants to see justice in Canada. So, uh, so a, a Canadian government official spoke this week about the bodies of 215 children. So, you know, back when this whole that whole thing started, the residential so, schooling for anybody who isn't yeah, aware. Yeah. 
So the buildings they were sitting in bore the name of one of the men responsible for that system. His name was Sir John A. Macdonald, Canada's first Prime Minister. The pain and horror of the discovery spread like wildfire across the It was reignited at, at it also reignited a debate. What should Canada do about the statues that revere the very men who started the schools where these children died? The irony of the announcement and the type of messaging and then the name of the building is not lost on a lot of people, said Sheila North of the former Grand Chief Manitoba Iwatinu Oko boy. These things are perpetuating the racism and perpetuating the hatred towards indigenous people without even realizing. So they're talking about that, you know, with the des desecration of statues and, and all these terrible people that have uh, lived in and served Canada. You know, in France, they still have the, that fucking line, the Maginot line. They still have that from World War II. In Germany, they have those internment camps, the concentration camps. They still have them and preserve them. Because it's a reminder. In, in Cambodia, the school, I think it was called number, was it called number eight? Oh. It was a school where something like 98% of the people that went through this quote unquote school were murdered yeah so and that school is preserved as a reminder well see and it's funny because that's what i said too like during the height of the the black lives matter the residential school stuff when they were tearing statues down and literally <laughs> decapitating them and defacing them whatever that's exactly what i said too i was like why are they doing that like i i understand that these people did some bad, but they should be there as a reminder to this is what this person did. They were bad, but we have overcome it. We were stronger than this and we've overcome it and we will never let this happen again. Like yeah. that's exactly what they should be. Yeah. Like people can be remembered for great things. Like Albert Einstein isn't remembered for him fucking his cousin. But that like sounds like a great thing though. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well, yeah. If you're Joe Biden. <laughs> Like, well, we we don't know about the you know the the cousin on cousin loving. Oh, not Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. Yeah, you know when he was smoking that cheese, you know, literally smoking cheese because he was you know that much of a fuck up. But hey, man, don't talk about my kid that way. He pays me. He he keeps my my bank account full. That's true. That's true. Sorry, Joe Biden. That's okay. Can I sniff your hair? How about <gasps> one of your children? <laughs> You know, but but so it, it's it's crazy to see the desecration of a of a of a of a statue. But oh, hold on, scroll down a little bit. What what the fuck? Statue of Queen Victoria and Queen Elizabeth torn down in Canada from the big back big black cock. Oh, oh, leftist topple oh. behead statue of Canadian education pioneer from bright. Oh, so that's uh, oh, so um. Ryerson, what the f is that? Eager Egerton? I can't remember. Yeah, Egerton Ryerson. Oh, torn. But is is that desecration or is that is the which? I don't know. They got a lot of stuff. Even dig them up. 
uh, shame, go home. I, I mean, that is a lot of vandalism on those things, but me and my girls hate call. So, okay. So, so this was from black lives matter. So again, let's, let's remember Justin Trudeau went to go meet with black lives matter. While they were doing this, while they were actually tearing down statues and cutting off. Just funny, because you never heard him say anything like how disrespectful and disgraceful it was oh, at all. He said that this is the voice of the unheard, but, but you're the, aren't you the prime minister? Aren't you the one that's actually taking these aboriginal schools to, or communities to court to try and get uh, you know, some type of restitution? Oh, that's right. Pandering. Oh, but they're getting clean water. Like, um, we were having a conversation a little bit with, with someone and they were, well, they're using uh, aboriginals as like, quote unquote, shields from, from, to hide their actual racism. Um, kind of, so if, if I hate a certain group of people, like hate them, like, mm, like, mm, like Germany, hate them. like. Actually, Han, unlike Germany, sorry, Germany, like everywhere else in the world, <laughs> like China, if you're not Chinese, they hate you. If you're not Korean in Korea, they hate you. If you're not Mexican in Mexico, they look at you differently. If you're, if you're not white in Sweden, they hate you. Have you seen the French? Have you seen Quebec? They hate everybody who doesn't speak French. Have you seen Quebec? You want to talk about racism? Go look at Quebec. Uh, they don't even like Paris. So, alright, so, so which, which one? So, um, hmm. Where's that, uh, oh, yeah, so. So we got, we got column A here. Which is, you know, the, the vandalized ones from Black Lives Matter and uh, all that other fun jazz. And then we got, we got this one. Okay, guys. Um, which one do you think is worst? Comment below. Which do you think is actually more disgraceful? Okay, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, pew, pew, pew. Comment oh. below. <laughs> Well, this was this was an article that I found uh, from Fresh Daily. So it's time for statues of famous racist people in Canada to be taken down. Famous racists. I didn't realize there was such a thing. Oh, just you listen, listen, my dear. So the very name of Ryerson University in Toronto is a prime example, and the fact that the statue of Egerton Ryerson. The school is named after still stands on the school's campus has been a point of controversy for some time. You know, this is so, you know, Trump brought up when they started tearing, staring, staring down statues. Uh, <laughs> Peter Neal, stink eye. When they were tearing down statues, he was saying, where does this end? Where does this stop? What is it going to be? Jefferson? Is it going to be Washington? Where does this stop? And Stephen Colbert, the fucking Pfizer, oh my god, he's so... Remember when Stephen Colbert was funny? 
Like, really funny. He was so fucking good. With John Stewart, oh, I love Stephen Colbert with John Stewart. And now you look at him and he goes, it ends where it ends. You're a fucking moron. Well, that was a good one. Tell me another zinger. Like, he has become a shell of his form. Like, you can see, like, in him, the, it's like the want and desire. Like, I used to, I used to be an amazing comedian. Oh, I used to, I used to be with Jon Stewart. The same guy that ran a 10-minute bit on me and fucking shut me down. Because I'm, because I sold my soul, so Pfizer. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Pfizer. Yeah. Um, all right. But so he, you know, Trump was saying, where does it end? Because if you tear down your history, if you remove your history, you are asking for trouble. You are, you, you can't build on the history. History is a teacher. Exactly. And like, they're not even just, we'll learn. They're just not even just, okay, well, let's take down the statues. Well, let's remove books. Hello, 1984. Let's remove books from, from Fahrenheit 451 is the book. Yeah. So let's remove books from schools. Let's remove uh, certain parts of history to not teach them because they were racist or whatever. Like instead of showing kids or teaching people that this is how things were back then. Look how far we've come. We are no longer that racist or whatever. Like we, we have progressed since then we've learned from our mistakes for this, these things never to happen again. No, let's just remove it all. So then, Oh, well, what happened back in the day? What, what slaves? We didn't have no slaves. Nothing. Which day yesterday? Oh, I I was oppressing minorities, my dear. (laughs) No, you can't say that. It seems like the Negroes have tried to unionize. It's time to put the boot to them. Like, no, like when you see Tom, like when you read Tom Sawyer and like Huckleberry Finn, yeah, they say terrible things in that book. But it's a book of the time, which, hey, look at what we've seen was accepted. Black people were hunted for sport. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. You don't believe me? Look it up. Look, that was disgusting. They thought they were animals back then. So, yeah. They did some fucked up stuff. But you're applying today's standards to the past. Should we, should we ban, like, should we ban Germany? Because they were super racist. Their country is part of one of the largest extermination processes in the world. Should they, should Germany just go, like, just non-exist? Can we do that? Can you just say nope and Thanos snap it. Apparently, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to do that with all the books and everything else. Like it's just no, you you can't. So just as any victim of you know any type of victim, it's not the victim or the the incident that defines you. It's what you achieve despite being a victim of something. But so right, so let's continue with this. So Ryerson was a Methodist minister, teacher, politician, education advocate in Toronto. But he was also a key architect in the design of residential school system, which was used to oppress and abuse indigenous people up to the 19, well, the 90s, which I totally agree. Yes, that was terrible. What they did 
to the Aboriginal communities up until I think it was 1992 was when the last residential school was finally shut down. Yeah, it was terrible. So we should never forget trying to force people, trying to, hey, oh, 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 force people, trying to force people to do something under the threat of prison, of a monetary fine for them to do something against their will. So, where's BLM with that? <laughs> I don't know. And the, okay, so what I'm seeing here, like, okay, I, I'm ignorant when it comes to a bunch of this shit, but okay, he was a key art- architect in the design. Okay, what, did he just design the school? Did he know what the school was going to be used for? Did he know the um, horrible travesties that were going to occur in said school? Or was he just somebody that was literally paid to design a school for them? And if so, mm, I don't, I don't think so. No. So this is where like, you know, I understand their points. And this is one thing I am always curious. I would like to understand where you're coming from. Why do you think that that like, and removing it is good. No, it, those residential schools should be immortalized to say, Look at what, what Canada decided to do, and we will never do it again. Take those lessons. You know, you have scars on your body. And when you look at them, I have a scar that goes it's about a foot long up my left arm. So, police, if you're ever... No, wait. My right arm. Yeah, it's on my right arm. Sorry, it's covered by a tattoo. But, <laughs> um, but it's, it's a reminder of where that happened you never forget it you will never forget so that is a scar in canada oh 100 percent. and no amount of of scrubbing of skin grafts of of topical creams is going to remove that scar no because because it's going to be there till the end until the 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 library of alexandria is burned down the only way that you're going to remove that scar is when everything is destroyed. But so, all right, so let's continue. So another example of a racist statue in Canada is the Samuel de Champlain Monument in Orillia, Ontario. The statue originally showed Champlain, who was known to be the first white man to discover Canada, actually Indigenous people were already here. That's not what they mean, dum-dum. No shit. Everyone widely accepts that. That's not a disputed fact. Aboriginal people were here. They're talking about contact with the other world. The old world. This is considered the new world. So, with two Indigenous people looking up to a Jesuit priest on one side and two more looking up at a fur trader on the other. Another example of a... Ra- oh, shit, sorry. That was... Whoops, fuck. Um, wait, did I... D- oh, I did this twice. <laughs> yeah, you oh, did. doodles. Let's fix that, because that looks bad. Very unprofessional. Okay. But so, all right. So let's look at... There's some more statues. All right. So in Baden, Ontario, a statue of, of Sir John and MacDonald put into storage. 
Uh, another Sir John A. Macdonald in, in Montreal. Statue was toppled and decapitated by protesters. Samuel de Champlain temporarily put in storage. Another, you, like, we can keep going. We're, we're Kingston, Ontario. Oh, uh, Sir John A. Macdonald temporarily put into storage. Uh, Winnipeg, statue of Queen Victoria toppled and beheaded by protesters. We, and there's more. Elizabeth II in Winnipeg toppled by protesters. So, again, where? Like, which, which, which one's worse? Right? All right. Like, the, the, yeah, they, they put a flag on him and said mandate freedom. Uh, cool. <laughs> right? They didn't do anything that would permanently damage this statue whatsoever. Like, I mean. Well, and, and the interesting thing, so there was such a focus on, on this, on these two photos of a person with a swastika and a person with a Confederate flag. Well, after the, the Terry Fox thing, oh, they didn't show the videos of a bunch of people polishing the statues. They didn't show that. They didn't focus on that. No, why would they? Because that doesn't fit the narrative, sweetie. Exactly. So I, I was thinking, like, who else had swastikas at a rally? Oh, shit. From the Ottawa Citizens. Fucking Bernie Sanders. Look at that racist motherfucker. I knew Get it. Get him out of here. <laughs> I knew it. Back with the millionaires and billionaires, he was talking about the, the Jews. That's what he was talking Those dirty, cheap Jews. Those <laughs> rich sons of bitches. <laughs> they have all, you know, they're so greedy, they took almost every single vowel in their name. <laughs> That's how greedy they are. Look at that Bernie Sanders. Is that even your real name? It's probably like Bernie Goldstein or something. <laughs> Probably. You know, it's funny because um, they have, you have that, uh, whatever, like they, they say Jewish people are cheap, right? Where back in the day, I was called a, a cheap Polak or it was like used in a derogatory way because Polacks apparently are like Jewish people that they're really stingy with their money and whatnot. And I'm like, well, fuck, where's all my money then, man? I, you know what? I, I give snaps to people who can, you know, make their money grow or they're really, they're kind of stingy with it and they, they, they keep it and they let it grow and they got a lot of money. I don't got fucking money. Well, all right. So, so Bernie Sanders is a supporter. Look at the earth itself. The earth itself hates Jews. Erase the planet. Get rid of it. Fucking scorched earth. You can't even scorch it. It's right in the earth. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere. The sad thing is, okay, is that the Nazis ended up using a swastika for, I don't know, to represent them or whatever. But the swastika has actually been around a lot longer than the Nazis. And it was actually not a bad symbol it was i think a symbol of protection and stuff like that like it was actually a good symbol but they yeah. turned it bad yeah it was a good thing yeah you would say that fucking adolf <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> death to all jews yeah i know i know you yeah I know you. you know i know what you're i know what you're about that's why oh, i married yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> you know but so it was uh it was just Pretty crazy to see 
the hyper focus on this, the tweets and tweets and tweets about it. But according to David Aiken, so I can now report that the protesters upset by what some others have done at the National War Memorial have set their own watch around it. Other protesters taking upon themselves to pick up the trash, empty whiskey bottles, etc. Oh, those bastards. I don't think I've ever heard of people actually cleaning up and stuff at a protest. What kind of fucking animals are these? Oh, but, you know, like when uh, with Occupy Wall Street, it was, oh, there was rape. There, there, was, there was trash, there was rape going on. As far as we know, well, and I believe to that, uh, that church that was ransacked by, by truck drivers. So I believe was what the they whole, ended up the homeless thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I believe what they ended up doing was donating a fuck ton of money to it. I mean, so careless. Oh, although you know, I will give props to Elon Musk. How liar. dot com, which which Elon Musk owns, donated forty two thousand dollars to the trucker convoy. And it now is tied to, is it Justin Trudeau's Wikipedia page? <laughs> I uh, think. Big Daddy Elon, I love you. <laughs> you know, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a cultural influence. And, you know, he, I, I, I like to see, you know, a, a billionaire just having, having fun, not being, you know, like my, I knew people. This was like a great aunt of mine, actually. Never really knew her. But she lived in a wealthy neighborhood of Winnipeg in Tuxedo. And she was cheap. She was very well off. Very, very well off. But she was the the stingy kind of cheap that, you know, she'd give you 10 bucks. And, you know, as a kid, like, you know, my other aunts and uncles, they'd give you, you know what, like, here's 20 bucks, you know, go to the store, go grab yourself, you know, some candies and shit. But, her ten dollars and you split it between the kids you know it's funny i had an aunt like that too or have an aunt that's like that and it was the exact same thing like we would go out for lunch or something with my other aunts and they would you know they hadn't seen us in a long time so they would like pay for us and it was so sweet but then my other aunt who owned her own trucking company who's got a lot of money would you know, no, you pay for yourself. I think once in a while she would actually pay, but she was more concerned with, you know, spending her money in other areas. But yeah, she was, she was very cheap in that way too. And no way do, do, am I saying like, oh, you have money. You should be spending it on me. No, that, that is not what my point is here because I literally couldn't care less if she spent any money on me. It was just, it's kind of comical that, you, you hear these things all the time that people who have less give more than people who have more. Yeah. And it is 100% true. And that was yeah. just, it's a, an example of that. Yeah. And so, and this is, you know, it's, it's crazy to see how the narrative, I mean, talk to people that have, you know, they keep saying things like, you know, like I said about the using indigenous people as shields. Well, that's weird. Because I've seen videos of Aboriginal people saying that this is a beautiful moment, that they're that they were in tears crying. They say that we can't even attend our own community events. We haven't been able to see our friends and family. 
we haven't been able to to experience life. Oh, you you mean those indi- indi- in indigenous people as well, right? Because of course, one person speaks for everyone. Oh, there was okay. There was this one video I was watching the other day. It was literally some white girl talking about how the indigenous people have been wronged. A white girl. Okay. It's funny how you always have the white people who seem to speak the loudest for all the other races out there. Instead of thinking that, hey, maybe they could stand up for themselves or that they have the ability to do so, which they do. And they do do that. But no, the the white girl has to, I know I said doo-doo, but the, the, the white girl or the white man or whatever always have to be the ones to stand up for them. White savior. The white yeah. savior. It, Which is so annoying and it's so it's, frustrating. It's a white supremacist with a guilty conscience. 100%. And you know what? Like We've, we've had a discussion or whatever um, with somebody about how, you know, all these bad things have happened to the indigenous people. And, you know, when they were blocking off highways and stuff, people were like threatening to just like, oh, just run them over or whatever and get them off the highways, stuff like that. But yet everybody is banding together for this convoy. Okay. So, so I, I know we both have thoughts on that, but, you know, yes, people are banding together for this convoy because it's not just, it's not a trucker movement. It's not the truckers that are going there fighting for themselves and everybody's going, yeah, you know, well, let's, let's. Let's support the truckers and what the truckers want. It is the truckers literally have decided enough is enough and we are going to fight for Canada, for all of Canadians. Now, if there were people out there, if I were to see somebody have a GoFundMe um, that was people on a reserve, that they were banding together, they wanted to come out from the government grips and they wanted to own their own land and stuff like that and they needed help or whatever and they had a GoFundMe, I would 100% donate to that as well you don't need some white girl fighting for them because that to me is just it's absolutely ridiculous if i seen indigenous people standing up and fighting back i would 100 percent back them oh this is the issue with i've said it before bigotry of low expectations or soft bigotry of low expectations that is soft bigotry they are too dumb to do it themselves, so we need to do it for them. That's what we need to do. But unfortunately, this is a deal that they struck with the government. So if that's what they want to do, who am I to say otherwise? Personally, I think they should. This is my, my own opinion. Okay? This isn't, I'm not saying that this is what they need to do. This is just my, my feeling. They should have their own land. Absolutely. Their own, their own jurisdiction. They are not under government management. As simple as that. Uh, Pegasus Reserve by Fisher Branch. That, I believe, is the only reservation where they own their own land. So they are in charge of their destiny. They are in charge of their future. They don't have the government coming out and saying, Oh, your house looks a little shitty. Well, we'll get you a new one. When you have, when you earn nothing, when you are given things, you do not have the same respect for it. Plus, oh, all the governments, they're just going to replace my house. So why should I bother taking care of it? That's the way that I see it. They have no future. 
they don't. You know, like, uh, unfortunately or unfortunately, unless something has value in our world, it doesn't survive. So you see on, like, in reservations, well, there's lots of reservations, like, there's, you know, some around Alberta, uh, or, I mean, like, Calgary, um, you know, a lot of the ones in the States. Beautiful, beautiful fucking hotels, and people come there, and they get to experience that culture. Because it's, unfortunately, it's monetized. It's worth something. But I have, you know what, and I have gone to a lot of reservations. There, a lot of them are sad. You can see it's despair. A lot of it is just despair. It's people just existing. And I don't want to see that. So, you know, go out further in the bush. I don't want to look at that. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> but, but seriously, I don't want to see people suffering, especially in, in a first world country. Or we, we could have the resources to actually do something. But, yeah. you know, I want to see those. Why would you not want to see your neighbors prosper? Them prospering only makes you prosper. So when you have third world country living conditions inside a first world country, you have to look at the government. What have you done? These are the decisions that you have decided to make and you're okay with it. And when they're trying to actually do something, you fight them on it. How, how is that okay? It's not okay. Especially if it doesn't fit the narrative. Exactly. So instead of saying, you know what? Yeah, we do recognize that there are differences within Canada that the government has perpetuated. The government has fomented division, has fomented the, the continuation of despair. And we are going to I would say, ban the Indian Affairs Act. Get rid of it. That would be my that would be my feeling. I would look heavily at. Okay, we will. You know, hey, we'll give we'll give a million dollars each reservation to each individual on that reservation, and you are in charge of your destiny now. This is your land. You set up your communities. Your you know. If you want to have a hotel or if you want to do something that encourages people to come and experience your culture, because then you have pride in it. You have absolute pride in it. Look at our community. Look at our culture. Look at what we look at what we do. This is how we do things. I would love to experience that. I, I, I enjoy experiencing different cultures. I enjoy it. Yeah, me too. So I don't think that that would be unreasonable. No, but again, that would be something to actually sit down and have that conversation with those people. I hate saying those people. As I was saying it, I was like, those people. But like when you sit down and you actually have that conversation, you don't just, I'm going to make this decision for you because you can't make this decision for yourself. No, you actually sit down and have a conversation. When they access healthcare, when a doctor comes once a month and it's a lineup outside, there is something wrong here. And that is not a individual problem. That is a government decision problem. Regardless if it's whether it's 
from the band office or the chiefs themselves that have decided this, or on the government side where they say, well, we'll get around to you when we get around to you. My feeling, this has always been my feeling, the government is trying to make these reservations so unbearable that people leave. That's, that's what I feel. So that they say, you know, we've given them money, we gave them resources, they don't want it. So we'll end the Indian Affairs Act, or whatever they rebranded it. It's just, that's what I always knew it as. Aboriginal Affairs Act? Maybe that's what it's called now? I don't know. But, you should know. I mean... I know, I should, but I just... people. <laughs> I know. Hi, how are you? <laughs> that kind of that reminds me, it's funny, like the, the Dave Landau thing, the how he has COVID and, and uh, you know, and he's famous for his blackface, how he has the Homicron variant. Oh my God. <laughs> I died laughing. It was on the, the newest episode of Louder with Crowder. They were talking about um, the convoy and about how Justin Trudeau had ran away. And of course, cause you know, he's known as the, the blackface guy when he finally <laughs> does start speaking. Yeah. He's got the Homicron now. Yeah. You know, but so that that's how I, I look at it. Hey, you know what? This is a decision that you made with the government. Okay, if you're not happy with it, I don't know. But then then protest and say, hey, we want to be in charge of our own destiny. I, I will be the first one in that line supporting you. Just just don't do it on a highway. Like not only okay, does the like for me, this is my own personal thought here. Okay, you're going to block off traffic, but it doesn't have that same effect when it's in the middle of a highway. Um, but it's also like super, super dangerous. Like I would not want to see people get hit or get hurt from some guy who's driving down the highway and fell asleep and all of a sudden crashed into a bunch. Of, like it's just it, oh. it horrible things. They could have done the same thing. Like there's, you know, it's almost every single summer you see some group of aboriginal people are walking down the side of the highway and they're protesting and you know but okay but that's like it's like five people and so you know like i it's not like i i try to avoid this stuff like i always try to like hey what's what are they what are they protesting can't find any information on it you know so it's i don't know i don't want to speak louder speak louder get get more people together ban them together go to Go to the political building. Go to your golden boy or whatever the hell. Like, just protest. Legislative. Peace, peacefully protest. Yeah, see, I suck at this shit. The golden boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I know it as. <laughs> your legislative building. I don't know. It, it. But that's the thing. When it's a grassroots thing, it's very different than when it's, uh, you know, from, like, a government. Like, well, we need to, like... I don't know. I don't, I don't know what try, point exactly I'm trying to make. But it, it's... Yeah, you have to... You have to be loud. You have to be vocal. And, you know, I, I, I support people protesting. Like, I, I, I don't, like, go for it. Portage in Maine. Every time there's a protest, it always winds up at Portage in Maine. Never fucking fail. And, but, sorry, go ahead. Well, so I was just going to say, like, but when you see them protesting on train tracks, Okay, unfortunately, that's private property. And so dangerous. Like, but when they're and when they're trying to derail trains, okay, 
now you are you are no longer in the in the realm of protesting you are now in the in the realm of potentially terrorism yes and to speak with also what's going on um again partly with the convoy here is that there's a lot of people they're like oh well you know um with the indigenous people they try and do this they try and do that but people like oh we're going to run you over or something like that when they're doing it on the highway or this and that and but then they talk about how the convoy how they go and they block traffic nay nay like this is a huge misconception i think that people are having that they've blocked off all these roads and stuff like that it was made very abundantly clear before they even made it to Ottawa that they would never block off emergency traffic. There was always, there is always a lane right next to them for traffic to be able to get through, whether it's a truck driver, a car, emergency traffic, whatever. There is still that lane that is there and they are not blocking that off. They are simply there to peacefully protest on parliament. They're not there to make that big of a disruption where people are going to die because you know, they're, they're blocking shit off that they're not doing that. One thing that I, I seen, it was funny. Um, I, I can't remember exactly the article, but it, someone was talking about, um, like since, uh, since this convo has arrived, I haven't slept in three nights. So hold on, hold on. I just, can you imagine the people that lost their business? that don't know where they're going to get money from for two years. You think those people don't have sleepless nights where a business owner or an employee says, I don't even know if I have a job to come back to. How am I going to fend for myself? How am I going to feed my family? How am I going to pay these millions upon millions of dollars of debt that I have decided to take on to try and create something? that's their problem because all they have to do is roll up the sleeve and get that jab man quit being so defiant just just get the jab and you know what i was all supporting for the whole convoy i didn't realize it was gonna be so noisy that's all i'm hearing is horns honking all the time like ugh, just get it over with go home well they said once once uh once the mandates are lifted and you're seeing like scott moe is saying hey yeah you know we're gonna have to learn to live with this a lot of places are saying we're going to have to learn how to live with it. Except Manitoba. You know, Heather Stephenson, you know, Miss, Miss Conservative. Man, if you aren't the, the predecessor to, the, to he who is cuck incarnate, Brian Pallister, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. She's like, oh, well, we need to go harder. But you're, aren't you supposed to be like conservative? Aren't you supposed to be like the you know, smaller government, you know, the kind of libertarian kind of side, you know, the whole Bible thumper thing. Like, don't you have your own standards or is it just, you know, status quo because what is the government giving you money? Like I have what my is- own standards. The government told me to do this and I believe the government. I trust the government. They're not bad people. Yeah, I know. We, we've had that, that conversation and oh. Yeah, I, it's, it's the banality of evil. It, that's, that's really it. The assumption that, oh, government is just doing the best that they can. The best that they can what? It, government isn't supposed to pick and choose protests that they either agree or disagree with. It's supposed to, you are supposed to be a neutral arbiter. 
but you're not. You are picking sides. Yeah, and then and then the one thing that they have to bitch and complain about is uh, a, a couple flags um, that were were spotted. One was uh, tied to Justin Trudeau. The other one was put on Parliament to make a statement, and then they put a flag on Terry Fox. And when people parked at that uh, unmarked or soldier, soldier, unknown soldier, then the truckers donated a bunch of flowers. Oh my god! But you don't hear about that shit. Well, you're seeing police are bringing them stuff. The police, you're seeing, um, like I said. Pierre Polyev is down there talking with them. That actually just reminded me. What? There was um, some news thing that I was listening to. I can't remember what bullshit fake media it was. It was CTV or CBC. It was one of those two. One of those two. Anyway. Um, but the, the, the one reporter, you know, he's just like, he's talking to like the police chief in Ottawa and he's just like, you know, with this big concerned face, like, how are things going there? Have have you seen any like um, violence and fights and all this other stuff? Like just you know, with that face, just give me the dirt. And she's just all, no, it's been peaceful. <laughs> like it's, oh, come on, come on, it's like be something. Yeah, come on, Justin Trudeau has to. You come on, you guys have to be planning something. Like you, you can trust me. I'm the media. Yeah. Well, I mean, there have been a lot of horns, and people have been cleaning about the noise. Ha ha. Horns, bad. See, oh, they're keeping people up at night and babies are trying to sleep and they're crying all night. And, you know, mother's just going to go all crazy. Yes, horns. Damn those horns. Let's get them. Yeah. And that was one thing. Um, we were, Well, I guess you were talking with someone and they were talking about, well, you know, you see how the, well, look at what the, the media, like they're just, they're just giving you the, the, the information. I'm like, well, it's kind of interesting because a lot of our media is, Funded by the government to the tune of $1.2 billion a year. Ooh, tell me more. So if you, if someone's giving you a bunch of money to run your business where you do not fail, are you going to bite the hand that feeds? Nope. Oh, hell no. Not for that kind of money. No. I'm going to bend over and take it up the tailpipe. Yep. Yeah. You'll carry the government's water. That's why, <laughs> like, you know, a lot of people, well, this is why, like, I, I look at a bunch of the information, and, and I'm just I'm just pointing out the the hypocrisy, the contradictions, you know. And I've always said, if governments, you know, government employees, if they didn't have double standards, they'd have no standards at all. So, yeah. you know, he he is Justin Trudeau, and a lot of our political establishment, our corporate media has has made it very clear which side they support. They are going to carry the government's water you think that they are giving you the 100% truth, you are either ignorant or, or apathetic. And frankly, I don't know which one's worse. You want to hear a really shitty joke and we'll wrap it up? Yeah, I love shitty jokes. Alright, so... Do I need toilet paper? Back when, uh, back when I had a job, my boss said to me, Tyler, you're ignorant and apathetic. And I said... I don't know. I don't give a fuck. There you go. <laughs> All right. With that wonderful, wonderful closer. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, 
if you <laughs> oh my god if you're if you're watching us on youtube or listening to us on youtube other places that you can find us are rumble especially if we're not on youtube we're probably on rumble spotify anchor um they're not censoring us and uh we're also on google Podcasts. we got a facebook a twitter and an instagram so oh and a getter yeah we're on getter now too so definitely come check us out there um, also, uh, hope everybody's had a great week so far. Super sorry we missed Monday, but we were nerding it out and doing a Lord of a Lord of the Rings a thon. And well, to anybody who's ever seen those movies, those are some damn long ass movies. <laughs> so yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and uh hope everyone has a great hump day. Bounce chicka wow wow, and we will catch you back here on Casual Friday. Have a great night, everyone. Bye.